What's up, listeners? Welcome back or to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously, the Professionally Silly Podcast. I like to shoot the shit and discuss a variety of awesome paranormal experiences, true crime stories, and some interesting random topics that I find online. It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And if you're new here, Thank you so much for giving my my show a shot. That'd be awesome. I appreciate you. Take a look at the titles of my past episodes. And uh, I think think they will catch your attention. Think of it as an audible variety show, if you will. Join in on the silly. Okay, so let's go ahead and knock out what's going on in my life real quick. All you skippers, give me like 35 minutes. I'm kidding. It's not going to be that long. So, (laughs) So my cousin and I filmed a couple of videos for my second YouTube channel, the Paranormal Blacktivity channel, okay? And if, if you're new here, what that channel is, I like to, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a paranormal investigator part-time, by the way, I should probably let you know about that. But what I do is I go to haunted locations to see if we can experience any paranormal things or to prove or disprove that a place is haunted. Is it just rumors? Is there something behind this? I want to see for myself. Now, I'm going to let you know now, judging by a lot of my paranormal episodes that I have here on this podcast, you know that I definitely believe in ghosts, or if I want to be politically correct, spirits. I believe in them. I've experienced, I've had experiences with them since I was a kid. Now, I don't have a gift or anything like that. Like, they don't come talk to me and like, oh, you got to solve my crime. Somebody killed me. It's nothing like that. They don't, they don't come to me. I have to go out and find them. And a lot of people are like, why, why are you the way you are? (laughs) And my answer to that is, listen, I am a black woman that is into the paranormal, a rare breed, so into it, in fact, that I actually put myself in the middle of it. Okay, when you look at paranormal shows on television or on YouTube, it's a lot of white folk. Let's let's be honest. They kind of hold that market. Not anymore. (laughs) Not Not anymore. See? Okay, so scooch over, guys, because... I'm coming in <laughs> and there may be, there may be people out there, people of color who are like, well, shit, I, I wonder how somebody who looks like me might react to a situation like that. Hence paranormal black activity. Okay. So anyways, my cousin takes me, uh, picks me up, you know, in his car and we go to not one, but two cemeteries. Yeah. Yeah. We went to two cemeteries this night, uh, that night. And uh, I brought my my ghost hunting equipment, my K2 meter, which reads electronic magnetic fields. Um, I have my necrophonic app, which is an app that allows you to communicate with a spirits verbally. You can actually hear them answer your questions in real time. Okay. And uh, it's really, really awesome. And some flashlights. Okay. So <laughs> I bet my listeners, my new listeners like, what the random hell? This lady is awesome. Okay. Maybe not that last part but you I know you're like what the fuck what is she what kind of show is this <laughs> like I said audible variety show so we go to both cemeteries in Atlanta and my k2 meter was going crazy and the necrophonic app was filled with spirits trying to communicate you know we heard footsteps felt strong energy it was just a crazy experience I cannot wait to share it with you guys on my paranormal black activity channel I haven't had a chance to take a look at this footage just yet so I'm really super excited about it I plan on starting editing uh editing the video uh tonight and hopefully I can get it up on 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 Sunday is what I would like to do so your girl is busy I got two YouTube channels and this podcast Yo, I, I, I'm filming, recording or researching or editing at least six days a week <laughs> at the very least, you know, but yeah, that shit was wild. The spirits was out y'all. The spirits were out and about. Let me tell you. Okay. And something else uh, horrifying happened to me. It was not a, it was not a paranormal experience, but it was terrifying. Okay. I damn near had a heart attack when I was in the shower. Okay because I dropped uh, my damn bottle of body wash while I was in there and it made this booming sound because it fell behind me. And you know, you know, when you're in the shower and your eyes are closed and you're just like, just feeling the warmth of the water. I'm one of those people who don't really like to close my eyes when I'm in the shower. I feel like I got to see what the fuck is going on at all times, man. This is 
a demon might pop out or something. I don't know, a snake, intruder. I need to at least have my eyes open. You know, it's just a weird thing. I also cannot shower with my door open. It has to be closed, even if I'm the only one there. Also, my shower curtain stays open. <laughs> if I go into my bathroom and my shower curtain is closed, I'm just going to assume somebody's hiding behind there trying to kill me. That's, that's my first assumption. <laughs> and I am not here for it at all. Okay, so that's what happened. My uh my body wash bottle just boom hit the hit the tub and scared the Evan loving crap out of me. Okay, cuz <laughs> the way <laughs> and this is behind me, mind you, while my face is under under the stream of the water, my eyes are closed, okay? <laughs> and it said boom and the way the way that I screamed, you would have thought that someone burst through the door and tried to kidnap me or I'm too old to be kidnapped. Tried to, uh, what's the word? Abduct me. Okay. <laughs> I'm too old to be kidnapped. I think, but I, I, <laughs> I may have shit my heart right out of my ass in that moment. I, whoa, terrified. Okay. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever had like a, a scare that just made your heart fall out of your ass? I want to know. Let, let me know on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Now, let me know in the, in, in the Professionally Silly Podcast group or, or email it to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Share, share your holy shit moment with me. That would be that would be such an awesome episode. The holy shit episode. That's, that's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and then just this morning, I shit you not. And we're almost done with my crappy life. Just this morning, I should you not, I, I'm, okay, my house faced the street, okay, my bedroom faced the street, so I can see the cars that drive by and stuff or what have you, so I'm kind of used to the, the cars in my neighborhood, I know what they look like, you know, I mean, I know who, who drives them, but I recognize the cars, you know what I'm saying, and there was like this silver, I think a Chevy Tahoe it looked like, just sitting outside my house, and it was there for like 10, 15 minutes. I was going to go out there and be like, hey man, uh, can I help you? Are you waiting for somebody? Are, are you the, uh, you know, the exterminator? Well, what's up? <laughs> you know, my mom was like, no, don't do that because, you know, I'm terrified that, uh, you know, people shoot people for no reason. If you approach the car, he'll probably shoot you. I'm like, okay, fine. I won't approach the car, but it's very unlikely, unlikely that would have happened. But when somebody makes me uncomfortable, I let them know that I see them. Like if I feel like something's up, I'm like, hey, hey, how you doing? Hi. Yeah. Just want to let you know that I'm, I'm seeing you. Okay. <laughs> it makes me feel better, you know, and this is around the time where I was outside and I was trying to uh, knock a wasp nest from the corner of my garage. That's what I was trying to do. And um, it did not go well. I was like, I had the, I had the raid. My mom said, well, make sure you take the raid out there. Take the, I was like, mom, this is for ants and roaches. And she's like, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure that's what that does. Okay, sure. So I take the, the can of Raid out there and I've got my broom out there that I got from the garage and I'm just kind of posted up <laughs> outside of my garage door and I got a broom in one hand and a can of Raid in the other hand that's clearly for ants and roaches. It says it on the bottle and it doesn't mention wasp or hornets can be used anywhere on that because I read it. I made sure, you know. So I get up close to it and I, I said, you know what? I'm going to try this raid first. So I spray it, but it's not the kind of raid that gives you a nice wet stream. It's like, it's, it was like an aerosol, like, like that. So the wasp looked at me like, oh, that's all you got, bitch. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, <laughs> like this, this wasp tried to square up with me. Now, because this motherfucker got wings and it's tiny and it can fly fast shit. I knew this was not a fight that I was ready for. So uh, I ran fast as shit mind you I am wearing <laughs> flip-flops like slides sandal slides and the, the grass is still wet okay <laughs> the grass is still wet my lawn and I'm slipping and sliding trying not to fall on my ass because this weird ass uh silver truck is out there and I don't know what they're gonna do if I fall and bust my ass become unconscious are they gonna abduct me I don't know what's happening you know <laughs> I don't understand what's going on right now <laughs> so anyways 
I, I see that the dude in the car is watching me. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, at that point, anybody would have because I screamed like a little bitch and ran as fast as I could. And I wasn't wearing a bra. So the titties were just flying all over the fucking place. It was just, it, it, it was something to see. So if you see me on the internet, don't let me know about it. Okay. <laughs> don't let me know about it. So I, I get my, my, my brave, my, my brave face on, you know, I pick up the broom that I've thrown at this point. And I walk back up to the wasp nest real quiet, like, like, I don't want them to hear me, but you know, (laughs) I'm big as shit. They saw me coming, you know? And so I said, three, two, one. And I take the broom and I try to jam it, you know, into the wasp nest because it's small enough to where there might be like four or five wasps in there. Like they're trying to build their home right now at this point. But the moment that garage door opens because of where it was, Oh, they was going to be inside the garage. Couldn't have that because they're inside the garage. They can get inside the house. Big, uh, big hell no for that. Hard no. So uh, nothing happened the first time I hit. I was chased off again by another wasp that said, bitch, you know, square up. And I was like, oh, no, thanks. So so then at this point, I'm mad and I'm embarrassed because my titties are flopping around and it's hot outside. It's humid. There's some weird man in a silver truck watching me. I don't know what's going on. So I decide to just go ahead and I go three two, one. And I just jammed the broom into the wasp nest. I jammed that shit in there, knocked it down. The wasp fly away. I run around screaming like Nataro. Just what? Just, it's, it's really embarrassing. And, um, I come back a couple of seconds later and I see that the nest is sitting on the ground. So I ate town, stomped that shit because I didn't know if there was any wasps inside of it. And, uh, yeah, so then I go, <laughs> I go inside because now I'm trying to get away from the angry wasp because I just destroyed their home, and um, and so I go to my bedroom and I see that the the truck is still sitting there, it's just sitting there, and the dude in the front seat is like you know looking at my house and I'm already gone, so I said I'm gonna take photos of this just in case something's going on, and the mo I took two photos with my phone right, and then after I snapped the first the second photo I was just about you know, to take a seat and just wait for it to drive off so that I can get the license plate. Cause the angle of where I was, I couldn't get the license plate. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking this dude saw this, put that bitch in drive and sped out of here. And the only way he could have seen me taking a picture of his car was if his eyes were based and focused on my bedroom window, which is on the second floor. So, and he has no idea who lives in what room. Like that was weird as shit. So all those things happened, Thought I should share that with you <laughs> a lot, a lot occurred. Okay. So last week <laughs> we discussed get, getting home with the show. Last week we discussed unbelievably stupid criminals and uh, it is insane to me how stupid people can be. All right. But I, I, I am very glad that stupid people exist because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have awesome episodes like, like, like that one. Okay. I, I certainly hope that people continue to be stupid for future episodes. I really do. Okay. <laughs> and let me say this. If you're, if you're going to steal cocaine, the least you can do is make sure that, it, that it's actually cocaine that you're stealing. Okay. If you heard that episode, then you know exactly what happened with that story. If you haven't heard that episode <laughs> dealing with unbelievably stupid criminals, uh, you, you, make sure you go ahead and check that out because it was not cocaine and they did snort it. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun today. Today we are going to d- take a little dive into a topic that many of us are very familiar with. Let's talk about family secrets. Oh yeah. Ooh. Those of you who shuddered, you probably got to feed yourself. Ooh, family secrets. Huh? Oh, she can't sense that I'm hiding something as I listen to this amazing episode. No, I sense it. That's why I'm talking about it. And I might be talking about your family secret. Actually, I'm not. I have no idea who you are. So we all have secrets, whether we want to admit that or not. Some secrets are deep and dark. Others could just be embarrassing. And there are many reasons that these secrets exist. Maybe it's to protect yourself or perhaps someone else. I don't know. So let's dig into these family secrets and see what was revealed. But before we get to that, let me remind you that if you guys have any of your own secrets 
that you want to get off your chest anonymously, if you, if you would like, send them in, email me, let me know at it's professionally silly at gmail.com. I talk about a variety of topics here, so it doesn't have to be that it can be scary stories, embarrassing stories, funny or creepy stories, just like the weird one that I just shared about you with the wasp and the silver uh, Chevy Tahoe that clearly wanted to murder me. I don't know. Both of them. I think the dude driving the, the, the SUV and the wasps, they are, they were, they were, they, they were working together. They were working together to take me down. That's, I don't know what's going on, but I don't appreciate that kind of tag team. Okay. <laughs> I'm not about that. I don't like it. But yeah, send me in your stories at it's professionally silly at gmail.com. Email is down in the show notes. All right. <laughs> oh, and also guys, check out the at it's pro silly Twitter and Instagram page uh, and our new professionally silly podcast group on Facebook. And if you are interested in showing this podcast any any support at all, you can do so by leaving a five star written review on uh, Apple Podcasts or whichever platform that you're using. And um Thanks for chilling with me all the time. If you if you are return listeners, you rock. If you're a new listener, I hope you decide to sell your soul and come on back. Cause the more ears, the better. You know, we be having fun up in here. What's going on, professionally silly listeners? I have to share something amazing with you guys that is super exciting. Recently, a company by the name of Vance Global reached out to me and they wanted me to try their product. Now, they are a Milwaukee-based CBD joints and hemp manufacturer. Now, Vance Global is providing us with a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And they have even created the most potent CBD cigarette out there. So if you're interested in CBD cigarettes and or you may be interested in an alternative to smoking tobacco products, then this is for you. Check out their Instagram at Vance Global, V-A-N-C-E, then the word global, and then take a look at the merchandise and see if there's something there that you want to purchase. And make sure that you use the coupon code SMILES to get 20% off your purchase. Once again, the coupon code is SMILES to get 20% off your purchase. Vance Global. I'll be sure to post their link tree down below in the show notes of this episode. So let's go ahead and start this episode off with something on the light side, if you will. You guys know I like to dip your toe very carefully before we just jump right in. Okay, so the story is coming from the chive.com and it's, it's the kind of secret that y- you hope your parents and grandparents are good at keeping. I would not repeat, would not want to know this at all. I don't care what the situation is. This is none of my business. <laughs> so it reads, I was house sitting for my grandparents many moons ago and I had to get a fresh sheet. When I lifted the first one, Lo and behold, there was my grandmother's vibrator. Oh, oh no. Oh God. Like it wasn't even my grandmother. And it's, I'm just, ah, oh, because it's a sweet old lady. I don't like to think about sweet old ladies. I'm, I'm related to using those. Ugh. <laughs> it goes on to say, I kept that secret for years. When I eventually told my mom about it, her only reaction was, well, your grandfather's impotent. I was weirded out, but now I just laugh about it. Okay, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know how old uh, this person was when they came across the grandma's vibrator, but I, t- to be honest, I cannot. I'm in my thirties, in my thirties, and I still cannot watch an entire sex scene in a movie or TV show with my parents. It is so weird. I always find some excuse to leave during those scenes. It's look, as far as I'm concerned. My parents are virgins. They're virgins. And I I was adopted so I can continue to tell myself that until the day I die. And I I plan to do that. I just, I just got to take it one day at a time, y'all. Okay. (laughs) One day at a time. I wonder if my parents have ever wondered, I wonder why she has to use the bathroom every time a sex scene comes on. Must have a small bladder. Nope. (laughs) Just very uncomfortable. See? 
I told you that was a nice light start, right? Nice little toe dip. Yeah, hold on to your hold on to your hats. It's it's gonna get worse. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but no, seriously, picture this, okay? Your grandma's lying there in bed or somewhere else in the in the house that you visit your grandma in, and she's spread eagle using a vibrator. Tell me that doesn't make you uncomfortable. That's what I thought. <laughs> also, I'm sorry for putting that in your head. <laughs> oh, God. I hope you come back and listen. I really do. <laughs> okay. That, that was what I said. It was a toe dip. It was a toe dip. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I, my new listeners, they must be like, oh, God damn it. What is she going to say next? That's the thing. It could be anything on this podcast. It, anything. first of all I forget if it was Olivia or Ebony but one of you bitches on the professionally silly podcast group you (laughs) you shared a a video of a monkey jacking off on 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 somebody's car and then eating his own white fluid (laughs) I hate you so much (laughs) whoever you suck also, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, but I hate you and I love you at the same. It's a love hate relationship right now. You look, <laughs> that was so gross. Oh yeah. So join the professionally podcast group on Facebook. Okay. So let's go on to the next one. I, I don't even know how to navigate this particular family secret, but damn it. Thank you. Buzzfeed.com for this one. Cause this, this is the secret Like the kind of secret that if you told someone, it would probably destroy an entire family. So let's share it with the internet. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I feel like I have to sneeze. Oh, I hate that feeling. Are you going to come out? Are you staying in? What are we doing? Uh, What are you doing? Are we closing the door? The air conditioning's on in here. You can't just leave the door open like that. And the sneeze is gone. Okay, all right, it's gone. Sorry. So (laughs) it reads... That was an odd segue. It reads, after my parents divorced, my mom had a one night stand with a guy and got pregnant, but she never told him about the baby. A year later, by sheer coincidence, my mom married that guy's brother and had a baby with him as well. I don't think my mom has ever told my stepdad or his brother the truth. And she has sworn me to secrecy not to tell my brothers that they're also cousins. Holidays are interesting. Okay, first of all, mom, (laughs) you suck for making your kid keep this secret. Like, come on. That is not their responsibility to keep your big ass weird secret. Okay, wow. Now, you see what I mean when I say that this was the secret? Holy shit. That is a big one. I... (laughs) I wouldn't have told a soul if that was a secret. Like if that was my secret, I wouldn't have said shit, especially to my kid. No way. No way. But honestly, if it were me, I would have been honest (laughs) because secrets have a way of getting out, especially when they're big and juicy like that one. Uh, But I probably, like I said, I I probably would have mentioned something. uh, The moment I met the brother, like, Oh, hi. So honey, sidebar, uh, you want to hear something kind of funny about your brother? It's, it's hilarious. You're going to love it. Uh, yeah. So I had his baby. <laughs> this is weird, right? Yeah. Cause I feel like, I feel like it is up to that dude, what he wants to do. And it's super selfish of her not to say something, especially before they had kids together. That'd have been something nice to bring up, you know? <laughs> Hey, listen, before we uh, share share vows in front of God and all of our friends and family, I should probably let you know that I boned your brother and <laughs> you're the stepfather of your own, what, cousin? How does that work? Nephew? <laughs> this is insane. Oh, and I'll tell you this. That is a hell of a secret and it will come out eventually. I promise you that. And when it does, when it does, I... Uh, and if I die before it comes out, I want to come back reincarnated as that fly on the wall. To, I, I want to know what the fuck happened. I wish them all luck. I do. But shit's going to hit the fan. And I want to be that fly that's near that fan. Holy shit, their entire house. 
needs to have like their their own reality show. I need to know what's going on like immediately. <laughs> wow, guys! Oh goodness, I uh, I couldn't believe this family secret that I found on twenty two words dot com. But this this one involves the serial killer, the BTK killer, aka Dennis Lynn Raider. Raider, radar, I don't know, fuck him, he's a serial killer. But he's an American serial killer, okay? And BTK is uh, an abbreviation for something that he gave himself. It stands for Bind, Torture, Kill. That's what BTK stands for. I hope I didn't say B2K because I swear when I was going to share this with you guys, I said, Amber, don't say B2K. Don't say B2K, say BTK. Because of the, okay, anyways, let me stop. (laughs) Anyways, buying torture kill. This asshole killed 10 people between 1974 and 1991 in Wichita and in Park City, Kansas. Now, he even sent letters to the police and to the newspapers uh, telling people the horrible, disgusting details of the shitty things that he did to his victims. And he is now serving 10 consecutive life sentences at the El Dorado Correctional Facility in Kansas. Now, we might do a full episode on the BTK killer uh, sometime. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because, uh, you know, those true crime episodes are just, oh my God, it takes so much, so much to, to research and fact check. And because I don't want to say things that aren't true. You know what I'm saying? And I also don't want to just read directly off of the internet. I want to tell you a story, if you will. Anyways, uh, so anywho, this is a a family secret that I found on 22words.com. And it says, family secret that's not so much a secret as as it is, no one really wants to talk about it. Meaning, Everybody knows about this secret. Nobody wants to talk about it, though. (laughs) So it it goes on to say, when me and my siblings were kids and my dad was gone all the time at work, my mom was paranoid to an extreme about making sure no one ever knew that it was just a woman and kids alone at home. It seemed ridiculous at the time, but turns out whatever bizarre sixth sense she had was unnervingly accurate. One of our neighbors was the BTK killer, and he would often greet my family while he was active with his killings. He was even my older brother's Boy Scout leader. Now, if if you are a true crime fanatic, you've heard about the BTK killer, you know that he was that he worked with children and 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 the horrible things that he did. But can you also imagine being this motherfucker's neighbor? And this, this dude is in charge of your kid's Boy Scout or after school program or whatever. Like, can you imagine that? That's fucking terrifying. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it goes on to say, <laughs> like, whoa. It goes on to say, my mom can't handle looking at any BTK documentaries and books because she can't bear to think what could have happened if he found out we were alone at home with no security system. That is some terrifying shit. OMG. I I cannot even imagine how terrifying that that must have been to realize that you could have been killed by a man like BTK. Like that dude was out of his fucking mind. Again, I might do an episode on him sometime. I mean, we got through Ed Gain together. So that's something. Um, we still have Ed, Ed, Edmund Kemper. Oh, there's so many serial killers to discuss, uh, you know, my complete hatred of them and what they've done. And let me just get this straight. When I do true crime episodes that are about serial killers or about true crime itself, I am not one of those people who idolize serial killers. I, no, I, <laughs> I discuss what they did. And I, and I also want to keep in mind the victims you know, that were in these stories, they tend to be forgotten a lot. And I'm totally not into true crime because I like murder. I don't. Murder is horrible. It's so stupid. I don't like it at all. But I do find it interesting why people do the things they do. You know, what's what's behind that psychology? I like to know the stories behind the why, how and who and all that shit. It's like a puzzle. 
you know, and I, and I know for a lot of you that are not into true crime, you're like, no, you, you just like murder. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Cause you'll notice on this podcast, I also discuss other types of true crime that does, that does not involve violence, you know? So anyways, uh, <laughs> I might do an episode on the BTK sometimes, but I gotta say sometimes paranoia can be extremely helpful apparently, because it certainly was for her to an extent. Okay. Don't go fucking batshit crazy. All right. But also if you can guys listen, if you're listening, get yourself a security system, get you a simply safe, uh, ring, uh, the other ones. Okay. Just, just be, be safe out there. And also like, don't get an easily guessed password to your, to your security system. Don't do your birthday or your anniversary or something. Do something like the first street you ever lived on, or I don't know, get a, get a pair of dye, like a dices. Yeah, no, get a pair of dye and just roll those bitches like twice and then get your four numbers from that. Like whatever, just be safe out there guys. Cause not all of us can be as lucky as this woman. Holy shit. The BTK killer. Like I find it so interesting of like all those people who came close, had close calls with these well-known serial killers, like the woman who, who was able to get away from Ted Bundy. Like what, what, what? Okay. Look, <laughs> just, just look and listen. <laughs> I think I took that from, um, my favorite murder on accident. Forgot that I was recording for a second, but look and listen. Okay. <laughs> Everybody don't get serial killed. That's like, my main goal every day that I get up in the morning, I say, Hey, don't get serial killed, Amber. Enjoy your day. That's, that's what I tell myself every morning. Let's get to this next story. <laughs> All right, guys, we got boredpanda.com coming in hot with this one. Now this dude thought that he was adopted. Okay. But it turns out there is a different kind of twist. Oh yeah. Let's, let's get on to this family secret. And it reads double whammy, I suppose. Didn't look like my parents or siblings, so I thought maybe I was adopted. I asked my mom, but she brushes it off. Dad does too. I dig, find some info, some info, some info, and prepare my quote-unquote case. Around the same time, I almost get abducted. Super scary. Mom was mortified. After that, I was sat down and told I have a different father who I look like Okay, and he had just tried to abduct me. So, not adopted, but man, who I thought my dad was, wasn't. Good times. (laughs) Holy shit. Can you imagine feeling like, I don't look like anybody in my family. Was I adopted? Oh, no. Okay, so I just, my dad's not my dad. This other dude is. He tried to to abduct me and uh, nobody thought to warn me about this ahead of time. Nobody thought that I might need to know this. No, okay. <laughs> See, many people really got to start being honest with their kids. First of all, kids are smarter than you think, than, than you think they are. They really are. Okay, not to mention kids eventually grow up. And when that happens... They find things out for themselves. I mean, this dude was almost abducted. Okay. I'm guessing when he was younger, but maybe if the parents were more truthful in the beginning, that kid would have been prepared. Uh, It's, it's crazy how only after the abduction, that's when the parents decide to tell, to tell the, to tell the truth. Like I can't, I can't imagine that I was adopted. Okay. And I've known about my adoption, uh, since I was old enough to understand, what that is, but it, de- it never changed anything for me. My mom is my mom. My dad is my dad. It's they, they're all I know. And that's not gonna, that's not gonna change or affect how I feel about them. If anything, I love them more because they chose me. <laughs> a lot of you parents, I mean, a lot of you uh, kids out there, even if you're an adult right now and your parents had you and you came from your mom's vagina, she didn't choose you. <laughs> I was chosen. I'm special. <laughs> I can see everybody with biological parents. Fuck you. My mom loves me. I never said that. I just said she didn't choose you. (laughs) She grew you and popped you out and turned out she was pretty fond of you later on. But me, 
I was chosen. Kind of like when you go to the grocery store and you're just like picking up the melons. Is this one firm? Is it ripe? I don't know. <laughs> I think I was ripe. And they were like, I'll take that one. <laughs> Worked out. I don't know. <laughs> I can joke about it. It's my life. Shut up. I will not be disrespected. But yeah, dude, you got to be more honest with your kids. Uh, again, as you guys know, not a parent, but you know, I was an ex-child. Sometimes I'm still like a grown-up child, but we, we can discuss that later. You just got to tell your kids things because they're smarter than you think. And if they find out that you've been lying to them their entire life, things may not work out the way you expected it to. So I say, get ahead of it. Have those arguments, have those deep conversations and discuss it. Because when they're older, I feel like it'll work out a little bit better for you if they grew up knowing the secret versus you keeping it from them. And then they feel like their entire life is a lie, depending on where they are mentally as adults. You know what I'm saying? Because we grew up to be crazy as shit. So <laughs> that's what we do. That's, that's, let's go on to the next story. <laughs> oh man. Ah, all these family secrets, like they are so juicy, <laughs> just, just, just full of juice, juiciness. It's just, uh, thank you for the juice. All right. So this, this one sadly doesn't even surprise me and you'll, and you'll see what I mean in, in a minute. Once again, shout out to boardpanda.com. Uh, they always come through. I love me some boardpanda.com. I really do. It's like Reddit, but accurate. <laughs> I don't know. It's just great. Okay. So it reads, my father met my mother in the Philippines when he was stationed there in the Navy. He married her there and conceived me. He went away to finish his tour of duty. Then my mother moved to America when she was a month away from giving birth to me. She moved in with relatives in Texas. My father's tour ended while he was in Hawaii. He met a woman there and called my mom in America asking for a divorce. Okay, I'm going to stop that just for a second. For those of you uh, who may not be aware, as this, as this person sharing the story may not be aware, Hawaii is part of America. I just want to go ahead and throw that out there in case you didn't know. I'll continue. So <laughs> he met a woman in another part of America <laughs> called Hawaii. <laughs> and uh, he called my mom and uh, asked for a divorce. He wanted to take back his recent marriage to her with a kid on the way because he had a hot one night stand. My mother was already scared being in a new country, not knowing much English Add this to that, add this to that, she was pregnant, about to give birth, and her husband was dumping her. My Texan uncle got on a plane to Hawaii, prepared to kick my father's ass. He somehow talked my dad into, into being a man and taking responsibility for his wife and child. The fact that the, that the fling dumped his ass surely helped. He was back by the time I was born. I learned all this when I was 11, around the time my parents got divorced. It was only the first of countless dark family secrets that I would come to learn during my teenage years. Wow. Okay, earlier when I said that this one does not surprise me, what I meant was this exact thing happens more than people think. Stereotypically, stereotypically, let me say it again. Stereotypically, <laughs> uh, men tend to want the next best thing, meaning they want someone younger as if they too have not aged. <laughs> okay. Many of them think they have this superpower that makes them look like they can't grow old. It's a lie. <laughs> you fellas, uh, penis holders out there. Listen, you can age and we can see it. All right. So stop. <laughs> oh my god so anyways women get pregnant uh give them children their bodies are are, are changing constantly to provide their you know to provide for their offspring uh, some men not all men i will say this not all men will often attempt to attempt or even succeed at finding them a, a younger version of their wives or just you know younger women in general and women have done it too. That's why they call them cougars. Women have done it too. 
Okay. But it's stereotypically men. Now, for, for the man in the story to try to completely abandon his wife and unborn baby uh, is horrible. And the fact that this woman is from a completely different country, doesn't speak English very well, and trusted this man enough, you know, to wait for him to finish his tour. And that's what he does. That's horrible. But it doesn't surprise me in the least. I wish it did. You know, it's kind of like racism. I always expect it. You know what I mean? Like everyone thinks that the grass is greener. Everyone does. Everyone thinks that the grass is greener. And it usually is not. I found it absolutely glorious when the woman, that the, when the young woman uh, that was, uh, you know, screwing her dad dumped his old ass and left him looking stupid. I'm glad that the fling was like, oh, yeah, no, this isn't going to work for me. Sorry, this is, I was drunk, you were there, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And there's a good chance that this lady didn't even know that he was married, you know? But yeah, and also, uh, kudos, kudos to the Texan uncle who flew down there to Hawaii uh, to kick her dad's ass or his dad's ass and and, and drag his ass back home. So he can learn how to be a good father because he's a shitty person. That's <laughs> she. That's right there. That's he's a shitty person. <laughs> you know, you know. And and if you want to learn how to be a good father, I mean, like, like, and by good father in this particular instant means not abandoning your family. That doesn't really take much. Just don't leave them high and dry. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, which we all know, uh, it takes more than just that to be a good father. You know, you got to be there and you got to want to be there. You know what I mean? For the good stuff, the bad stuff and all the shit in between. To teach your child how to function in the world as a person. You know, just do that. Keep them alive and keep them from killing people. And if you can't keep them off the pole, you know, do those things right there. Do those, do those things. And you're going to have a nice little human coming in here, you know? Oh man, but I, I wish I could say that the selfishness of people surprises me, but the older I get, the less it surprises me, but I'm glad he decided to do, you know, the right thing kind of sucks. It took, you know, the young woman dumping him and someone telling him you need to be a father. Yeah. But you know, I wasn't there. <laughs> oh. Man, you know what? It looks like BuzzFeed.com wants to wants to be a contender here. This is a short one, but a juicy, juicy-ass family secret. It's so juicy. I have no idea why I said it like that. Okay, it reads, <laughs> My great-grandmother was married to my great-grandpa, who was an identical twin. She secretly started sleeping with his twin and got pregnant. To this day, no one knows who the real father is. No one ever told my great grandpa. So technically, we don't even know if he's my real great grandpa or not. See, this right here, this right here sounds like an entire ABC family drama. It does. Like like the show Switched at Birth. Oh my God, that show was so good. I love that show. Oh, it made me want to learn sign language. Okay, so <laughs> it's a good show. Check it out. I think it's on Hulu or Netflix or something. I don't know. But if I saw it, it was streaming on a platform like that. Anyways, can you imagine being married to someone who, who's a twin, then cheating on, on your spouse with their said twin, and then having a baby and having absolutely no idea who the father is? Cause it's going to have to be a father. I mean, you're going to always know what the mother is because she does, you know, she pushes it out. She's, she's not going to forget that. But <laughs> how is this not a real life soap opera with like waiting to happen? Listen, Hulu, Hulu. I'm sure you're not listening to this, but if you are pick this up and run with it, boo. It seems seemingly a Hulu original. This is where we are. This is a Hulu original and I'm here for it. Let, let's, Let's do this. Snap, snap. Let's get it together. Underlay. Let's go. <laughs> but also, I am a firm believer that secrets like that eventually come out. If, if somebody wants to know the truth, they're going to do everything they can to find it out. And it's it's like this kind of secret. It's like picking up a juicy ass steak with your hands and biting into it. And then that juice, it's going to run down your hands 
down your fingers to your wrist and maybe even your forearms, depending on how juicy and buttery it is, right? And when you bite into that juicy ass steak with your bare hands like it's a burger, that juice is going to be all over your mouth, all over your face, and you you can't hide it. Like, oh, your lips are greasy. You've been doing something. You know what I'm saying? Girl, <laughs> I want to be a fly on that wall too. Oh, where is Shonda Rhimes when you need her? This is the new show right here. Shonda, Shonda, what, bitch, I will help, let, I'll help you write it. Hey, Shonda, email me at itsprofessionallysilly.com. I got you. Let's make this money. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's a good one. I told y'all that was juicy. Mm. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is our last family secret for this episode and it saddens me that I can't tell people, you know, more of people's business during this episode. <laughs> this whole episode is about me not minding my damn business. But listen, they posted this online. All I did was reach out and share it with you guys. And I read a lot of family secrets before I decided to use these particular stories. And so there's a lot of crazy shit going out in this world, y'all. <laughs> and some of these people might be your neighbors, your coworkers, you know, family you don't know you have. <laughs> friends listen just be careful boo because bitches got secrets bitches got secrets okay so this last one our last family secret is deep okay in the sense that no one actually knew and, and it's also not very surprising because interracial couples were not always expected I mean expect accepted <laughs> and uh to this day a lot of them still aren't you know what I'm saying so uh, thank you, uh, postsize.com. It's P-O-S-T-I-Z-E.com for sharing the story. Is it post-eyes? Post-eyes. I don't know. Uh, it, it reads, my great-grandmother's brother married a woman who always looked extremely put together. Perfect makeup and hair, etc. She was on her deathbed and she admitted that she was actually black, albeit fairly light-skinned. She disguised herself using makeup and hair relaxers because she couldn't have legally married her white husband as a black woman. And she never felt that their love would be accepted unless she was able to pass. Of course, her husband knew, but no one else in the family did. No one was mad when they found out, which might have been the saddest part. The two never had children and my great grandma's brother never remarried. Dang, that's okay. That's a huge secret to keep for so long. And it sends, it, it, okay, what this tells me is that this woman, the fact that she had to disguise herself as white in order to marry someone she loves, that's crazy to think about. You know, and it's also crazy to think that things really haven't changed that much, except now there, there seem to be more people who accept uh, accept people for who they are, you know, then there are people who don't, you know, but uh, clearly didn't say anything new to you. I'm sure Amber, we know this, but you know, it's, but the doubt, the, the fear, it still lives on. And so many people being afraid to love the person you love out in the open. That's a horrible feeling. You know, there are actually a lot of people in our history that could pass as white and did. And many of those who passed as white and chose not to. Everyone has a story, you know? And this, uh, especially, you know, the last few years in, in, in America, uh, actually not even just here, all over the world, has been, it's been crazy. I mean, look at the news, look at the headlines, you know? I, I, now this particular secret, especially, you know, they said great grandmother. So this, this is way back. Like they said, it was illegal for a black woman to even marry a white man. They made that illegal. Like it was illegal. Like you couldn't do it. And many of you may know, you know, the story of Emmett Till, you know, the young, the young black boy who was murdered, killed, lynched because a white woman lied you know, uh, 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 about what he did or said to her, which, it, you know what, it's a whole, it's a whole nother drop in the bucket, maybe another episode that we can touch. But like I said, people have secrets 
for many, many reasons. And the stories that I share with you today, they, <laughs> they definitely had their range. But uh, this, this secret right here, this one, I completely understand why she had to keep it. Man, this, this was certainly a very interesting episode. And uh, I, I must say there, there was so many family secret stories to share. I mean, we, I might have to eventually do a part two uh, of these family secrets you know, and if you have any, send them in. I want to know your family secrets. If you want to be anonymous, let me know. <laughs> now, if there's anything that you can take from this episode, it's secrets have a way of coming out. They do. And also, you never truly know anyone. Even the people that are closest to you could have extraordinary secrets that could rock your world. Professionally silly life rules, people. If you enjoyed this episode... Let me know on the podcast Twitter and or Instagram page at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y, or on the Professionally Silly Pod group on Facebook. I want to hear your feedback because you dudes are awesome and I want to know what you think. And uh, if you dope human beings want to join in on the silly and you have your own stories that you want to share, maybe your own secret, maybe you've got a, a scary or funny embarrassing or paranormal story maybe you just want to say hey email me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com that information is down in the show notes you can also uh, leave me a message or text my google voice number 805-664-1828 once again 805-664-1828 leave me a voicemail or a text message and I'll put you in the podcast unless you say otherwise I would love to hear from you also um I want to thank you guys a lot. Like, thank you so much for your support and uh, continuing to come back every week. It means, it means a lot to me that you're still hanging out here with me and, you know, shooting the shit, <laughs> listening to some weird ass stuff. You know, it, it, it's, and if this is your first time listening, like, I hope I didn't scare you off. <laughs> come on back and join me every Friday as we get professionally silly. You can uh, support this podcast by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple Podcasts. If you've got that, it, it's just super important uh, for the show. And it's really the only way to help my podcast grow by leaving those reviews or sharing it with your friends and family and random people that you come across. <laughs> leaving a five star and written review on Apple Podcasts really helps uh, the podcast grow because what it does is that uh, it, it lets Apple Podcasts know it's like, hey man, people really like this podcast. Let's 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 suggest it to new listeners. They might like that, you know. So that's that's how that works there, and I would appreciate it so fucking much because you guys are you guys are titties, and I I love it. You're fucking titties. Now, this podcast is available on uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So let your friends know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now speaking of podcasts, I mean, speaking of podcasts, speaking of reviews, excuse me. Um, okay. So for about three years of this podcast, I've had uh, a 5.0 star rating, meaning everyone who reviewed this podcast left me a five star rating, except for one person, which takes our podcast down to 4.9. And that person gave us one star, just, just one star. They clearly didn't like me or my podcast at all. But for, for about three years, for about three years, almost 50 of you uh, gave this podcast five stars. And I'm assuming that Marty, the guy who sent me that really rude email that I shared with you uh, not so long ago after the Ed Gain episode, uh, <laughs> didn't like what I had to say about his rude ass unnecessary email and probably went back and left me a one-star review. I don't know. Or somebody else just, just doesn't fuck with me or my podcast, which is okay. Not everybody in the world is going to dig what I'm putting out. You know, we, we had a good run. We had a good run for, you know, for 5.0 for about three years. That's not so bad. Three years straight. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> I want to go ahead and shout out each and every one of you that left me those wonderful reviews and those of you that uh, that support this podcast, you're the ones that made me feel like I could keep going. Okay, because there have been 
many, 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 many times where I thought maybe I should just quit this podcast because I, I didn't see a way for it to grow. And sometimes I still feel like that, honestly, uh, you know, but when I go back and I read those reviews, you know, from, uh, from those who left them, it's inspiring and it makes me want to keep going. So if you were one of those people, thank you so much for taking the time to show, to show your support for this podcast. It, uh, it means a lot more than you think, you know, um, I don't, I don't have the best love life. I'm not financially stable. I'm going through it just like many of you that are listening to this episode right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my content, whether it's on YouTube or TikTok or here in the podcast, it's the only thing in my life that I can control. The only thing that I actually have a say in. And so it means a lot to me. The fact that you would, you know, uh, take time out of your day to support my podcast by leaving kind words and leaving a five-star review, it means the world to me. I'm living in a world where, you know, (laughs) a gay black woman is is ignored. (laughs) And the only time I'm not ignored is when somebody wants to bring me down. So when there are people out there who, uh, who stand by me and, and, and show their affinity towards what I'm doing, um, it warms me up and it, it, it inspires me and it keeps me, it keeps me want to keep keeping on, if that makes any sense. So let me go ahead and let me stop being all soft and shit. Uh, let me go ahead and share one of these new reviews that, uh, that I got, cause there's actually two, but I'm not going to share both of them cause I want one to share the next time I do an episode. Uh, this one is coming from Bennett Peach and uh, the title is loving your podcast, five stars. Thanks, boo. Bennett says, found you on TT, which stands for TikTok, over a year ago, and you crack me up. Happiest of birthday wishes to you tomorrow. See you on TikTok, friend. Uh, she left this literally on June 18th, uh, the, the day before my birthday, because my birthday is on Juneteenth. It's the best birthday ever. <laughs> and I actually know exactly who, who, who this is, because I follow her on TikTok as well, and she's a lot of fun. So if you're on TikTok, follow me at Amber Smiles Jones. That information is down in the show notes as well. And follow Bennett Peach as well. B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Then the word peach, like the fruit, on TikTok as well. So I really, 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 really appreciate uh, you, you you leaving that, um, that, that review and, and also the birthday wishes. I, I appreciate it. I'm late. I didn't see it until yesterday, but I, I saw it. Because <laughs> I used to check on Apple Podcasts, like, like, like I was, I don't know, four or five times a week to see if I got a new review and I hadn't had one in a long time. So I just kind of stopped checking because I was like, oh, nobody's going to review. So I didn't look. And then I looked yesterday and I was like, oh, I got two more. Yay. I felt like Sally fails. Like, oh, they like me. They really like me. <laughs> that might be above some of you. that might be above some of you if you enjoy the professionally silly podcast and you want to help out you can now support my silly content by making monthly donations this will help the podcast continue to flow and help move the silly forward you can now make monthly contributions as low as 99 cents a month 4.99 or 9.99 a month right here on the anchor app And if you can't do that and you don't have the Anchor app, there's always PayPal. So you can PayPal me at www.paypal.me slash Amber Smiles Jones. Help me keep the silly moving forward. Also, guys, don't forget to go ahead and check out the show notes for some bonus information like my social media stuff, my Instagram, my TikTok, my Twitters, my YouTube channels, all that good stuff. And all that information is down there below, including the uh, the podcast, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook group and all that fun stuff. So make sure you go ahead and share that, uh, share that, take a look at that. And uh, if you want to go ahead and join the Professional Silly Podcast Facebook group, yeah, share your opinions of my older and or newer episodes, ask questions, post silly true crime stuff, paranormal stuff. And let's just let's get this. Let's, let's keep the silly flowing. Let's have some fun. Olivia or Ebony, whichever one of you bitches put that, 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 uh, monkey, uh, jacking off on the page. I hate you still, but also I love you. Thank you for your support, but not thank you for the monkey dick 
Okay, he was spurting in his mouth. I don't have time for Oh, God! Ugh! Oh, so gross. <laughs> also, guys, I've got a P.O. box if you're interested in sending anything, whether it be letters or things you want me to talk about in the podcast or you have a gift you want to send or what have you. Uh, Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia 30250. If you have a, a small business that you want to have shout out, you can send me the, some of the product that you have and uh, I'll make sure I let everybody know where I got it from and where they can find it as well. Once again, guys, it's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. All right, guys, stay silly. See you next time.